welcome to the podcast, To Love or Leave, where it's all about relationships, real relationships, personal or professional. Now your hosts and certified life coaches, Keneal and Stella. Welcome, welcome, welcome yes. to another episode welcome. of To Love or Leave, the podcast. That's right, baby. My name is Keneal. Yes, it is. Uh, ma'am, what's your name? Oh, and Stella. She is something special. <laughs> we are so glad that you guys have joined us today. Since you're here, go ahead and do me a favor. We'll mm-hmm. pause for the cause. Do it. Go ahead and Click subscribe. Hit I was about button. to say subscription, but go Hit ahead and click button. subscribe. Hit it. Hit the button. All right. Cool. 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 Thank now you. you'll never miss another episode Thank of this you. amazingly funny podcast. Thank you. Today's episode is entitled "Mine Flipped." Woo! What the flip? I mean, game over. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all stay with us. Letter number one is coming up shortly. Hey, Love Village. As we all know, advertising is a fundamental part of business. Yes, yes, and at yes. To Love or Leave, we are here for you. We're here for you. If We're you would you. like to advertise with us, please visit us at toloveorleave.com mm-hmm. and click on the Advertise With Us tab click today. On click on it. You know you want to. And by next week, this could be your commercial running. That's right, On baby. the To Love or Leave podcast. To Love or Leave. Dear Keneal and Stella, my best friend for the last 11 or 12 years has been a guy. We have never ever had a romantic component to our friendship. However, my boyfriend is convinced my best friend is in love with me because lately he has been acting strange towards me, like posting throwback pics of us on his social media with these long captions with hearts and stuff. After his last post, my boyfriend was planning on confronting him and I said no, that I would handle it. I told my best friend I was on my way over and that we needed to talk and he said no problem. When I arrived at his place, he had candles lit and dinner on the table. I told him if he was expecting a date, he should have just told me that. He said he had set all of that up for me. Then he proceeded to tell me my boyfriend is trash and that he is cheating on me. My best friend also said he has proof regarding my boyfriend's infidelity because he didn't want me to just take his word for it. He went on to say he is in love with me and wants us to give it a try. I literally turned and walked out. Although they are both calling me, I haven't spoken to my boyfriend or my best friend in a few days. I can't seem to get my thoughts together. I don't know what to do. Please help. Sincerely, caught between a boyfriend and a best friend. Okay, y'all, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Dear caught between a boyfriend and a best friend. Wow. Okay. So let's see. 
first of all, I think that guys know guys. Like sometimes me and my husband will be talking and he'll say, oh, the girl on the show said this. And I'll be like, oh yeah, girls, we do that. We say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's girl behavior. Yeah. So in my mind, I think that guys know guys as well, those mm -hmm. mannerisms and those behaviors. Yeah. So when the boyfriend first said that he was convinced, he did not say, I think. Mm -hmm. He did not say he might. He said he was convinced mm -hmm. that's different. Mm -hmm. So that that to me, I had to I had to touch that first because guys know guys. So he he knew right then, right? So then I also think that if he's cheating uh -huh. and there's actual proof that he is cheating, uh -huh. why would you stay with somebody who's cheating? Mm. Y'all not married. You have no obligation to him as a spouse because that's different dating is one thing being married to somebody is a different level of commitment and covenant true that covenant is a very 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 important word mm -hmm. in a marriage mm -hmm. covenant is a little different mm -hmm. that means we can't break up every other friday covenant means we in this thing for the long haul covenant so if, if there's uh <clears throat> i'm sorry if there is proof that he is cheating walk away because you can do bad by yourself. Okay. And who want to be hurt? Okay. Nobody goes into a relationship with the intention to be hurt. So if there is actual proof, mm -hmm. believable proof, mm -hmm. then I do think that, you know, you need to walk away from the boyfriend. However, if that is what you choose to do, give yourself some time. Space and time. Do not just go from the boyfriend to the best friend. Give yourself mm -hmm. some time. That's going to be important. Yes, um, yourself. Because you've you've you know you you've been in this relationship with him. I don't know how long you've been in the relationship with him, but no matter the time, you care for him on some level. Mm -hmm. So give yourself the time and the space to get over that first before you hop into the next relationship. Whether it's with the best friend or anybody else, give yourself the space to kind of get over one into the other. And my final point is, if you're going to be with the best friend. Mm -hmm. Don't again, don't just hop into that That's right. because your best friend as your best friend is different than your best friend as your relationship partner. Yes. And you don't want things to flip and you may know him and know him well, but you don't know him as your boyfriend. That's exactly. a, that's a different emotion yes. that carries a different set of feelings. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my advice on on that part mm -hmm. of it. What about you, Stella? Um, I think that you gave some really. <laughs> You better earn this five dollars. You better say it. <laughs> you gave some really fantastic advice. Cha so. <laughs> um, you know, let me say this. I would like to know, and it's not it's not in this letter. Okay. Um, I would like to know what proof mm. he had. Mm. Now, and on a side note, I'd love to know what was on the dinner table. I bet you would. <laughs> because um, if it was some Cheerios, I'm going to say, girl, don't even worry Girl, about he better not serve her no candlelit just, Cheerios. Just keep him as our best friend. He better at least um, have some chicken fried steak up there. I salt. mean, some steak, some filet mignon, some, some lobster tail. <laughs> but that's beside the point. But I'm just saying. You we know, got hungry. Well, I, I bet. You know, I would just like to know what was on the dinner with the candles. You know what I'm saying? Um... Because I want to see, you know, they say the way to the heart is through the stomach. So, I mean, was he really trying to get at you? Okay, anyway, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. Okay, so uh, what we have here, we've got some evidence. I would love to know what the evidence is. 
proposed. Um, I love the fact that she really isn't talking to either one of them right now. Right. She's she's taking some time to guess herself. And, and I love that. I love that you were mature enough to think that way. I mean, you have to, because at this point, you are caught in a tug of war. Oh, yeah. Your mind is truly being flipped. And you have um, someone on this side saying, I love you. Someone on that side saying, I love I love you. Uh, both of them are saying, get the other person out of your life. And you have got to take some time for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And weigh all the evidence. And then if you decide... Like my trusty co-host here says, if you decide I need to let this boyfriend go, this is really some good evidence. Yes, this is facts. Put him out of your life, but then continue to yes yourself. Absolutely. And then watch how that best friend moves. Because he's going to tell on himself. Because if that best friend starts to pressure you and says you have to make a decision, go ahead and cut him off, period. Right. Right. Because at this point, gang recognized gang. That's why they didn't like each other. All day long. They didn't like each other because they could see all sides. Guys so, know guys. Gang recognized gang. <laughs> so go ahead, do the cutoff, and then see how the best friend reacts. If you go to the best friend, you say, I need time. I've got to get myself together emotionally. Absolutely. And he's not willing to give you time. Cut him off. Completely. Period. Because you have got to yes yourself. You have got to recognize you got to take care of yourself. You have got to love yourself. And then once you feel whole and complete, you can make a decision about the best friend. Agreed. But if he won't give you that time and space, let him go. Like another love TKO. That's all I'm saying. Take care of yourself first. And that's what we promote with all of our letters. Yes. Your mental your emotional, mm-hmm. even your spiritual health is mm-hmm. so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. And no one is going to protect or look out for you like you. Exactly. Never forget that. Exactly. Never, ever forget that. Follow up with us on this one, though, because I want to know what you did. Did you did, did you stay with the, with the cheating boyfriend or did you get your freak on with the candlelit Cheerio guy? I'm Love. very interested to know. I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. Y'all stick around. Letter number two coming up shortly. <laughs> here at To Love or Leave, we desire to provide a safe space as people navigate relationships. We are neutral parties who are willing to listen and enter the relationship conversation. We believe in the importance of mental health through life coaching and or counseling. We are consistent advocates for and encourage all to do the work when it comes to mental health. Dear Keneal and Stella, my husband and I are building our dream house. When the design process started, he claimed he didn't care how I decorated the house. He said he was only concerned with his man cave. Oh, but when we started picking out fixtures, tile, paint colors, etc., he had so much to say. Everything I pick out, he says the opposite, and then he just stares at me with a blank expression. I'm like, I thought you didn't care. It's like he is slowly letting the air out of my happy balloon. I'm starting to regret the decision to build. 
We have lived in three different houses and he has never cared before. But now he acts like he is a designer for HGTV. How should I handle this situation? Because this isn't going to work if he continues this way. Sincerely, smile flipped, turned upside down. Okay, y'all, let's talk about it. Dear smile flipped, turned upside down. I mean, from husband to designer. <laughs> Congratulations first on your home. Mm -hmm. So happy for you. A we applaud all great things on this show. So yes. congratulations on your dream home. We are happy for you. Mm. With that being said, let me first say that the HGTV comment did make me laugh just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because in my mind, I saw him with a tool belt on trying to tell you what to do. I, I dreamed up a whole narrative <laughs> in my brain. And it was just it just got funnier and funnier to me. So <clears throat> tell Mr. HGTV, um, that you appreciate him trying to help. Say that first, because clearly communication rules the nation. Y'all know how I roll. So I think y'all need to sit down and have the conversation and you need to tell Mr. HGTV, I really appreciate your help. I really, really do. But if we're going to do this, let's try to do it together. Meaning, you tell me what you think, I tell you what I think, and we make a decision together. Instead of us going head to head, you like it, I don't like it, it becomes a fight, the night gets weird. That's all unnecessary when it could just be fixed with a conversation. I secretly think that he's always had this HGTV thing down in his soul, but for him <laughs> to say that would have been less manly to him. Y'all know how men are. Them egos are all over the place. So I think secretly he went to even decorating in his brain. He didn't care nobody. And since y'all building y'all dream house, he was like, okay, since we dreaming, let me live out my HGTV dream. Hello, somebody. So I think that once y'all sit down and have the conversation, really try to incorporate him because it is a dream home for the both of you mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. just the man cave mm -hmm. for the both of you. You both have to live in this space. So, you know, forgive him for acting crazy. <laughs> He thought he was auditioning for HGTV and that's not what this is. So forgive him for that part. Sit down and have the conversation and y'all figure out a way forward together to make the house feel more like it belongs to both of you instead of just all of your design ideas. Mm. Fair enough, Stella? Well, you know, I think that um, I can understand why her smile has flipped. Yeah. Uh, because she went into this thinking that he didn't really care. Um, he was only concerned uh, with how the man cave was designed. Side and note, they always care. That, when they say they don't, they really do. I, and that, yeah. Okay, press yeah. play. You can continue. I'm sorry. I mean, you're, I mean, you're right on the money. <laughs> Cha-ching. So um, I understand about the smile being flipped. Right. Um, I, I say hear him out. Absolutely. Hear him out. And put those pieces together. So if it's truly ugly, uh, she didn't blatantly say that, but I feel that's where she's laying. She alluded. <laughs> Go ahead and put the, the paint and tile combination together on the display board. And, uh, and then just say to him, is this what it was? <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
is, is this what we're going for? <laughs> this 70s theme, what are we doing? <laughs> is, um, oh my goodness. And um, <laughs> let him see it for himself. And then if that doesn't work, then you might just have to go ahead and just say no. <laughs> but try try all the Camille stuff first. <laughs> don't don't do me first. <laughs> Stella does, never goes first, okay? Oh, Stella's advice is your last resort advice. <laughs> try Camille's first. <laughs> then when that doesn't work, because if he thinks he's a design star from HGTV, then it's not going to work. Oh my so when that doesn't work, let him see. Mm. And when that doesn't work, slide the designer some extra money, cash under the table, <laughs> to always agree with you. <laughs> okay? Uh, now, let me go back and reiterate what I just said. Do everything Keneal said first. First. Start here first. Yeah. Start with the communication and the nation and rules and all that. Start with that. Don't you do me, ma'am. Communication and the nation. Don't you do me. You start there, okay? Now, when the design star shoots all that down, <laughs> then you come over to Stella. And you want to put it all on the design board, show them that it's ugly. And then when that doesn't work, Line the pockets of the designer so that the designer always agrees with you. And and maybe we can get your smile turned back around because two against one always wins. <laughs> Y'all can't double team this man in his own dream home. Uh huh. That's he got I, a dream. That's why I said, but let him drink. See, that way he feel like, you know, he got some input. But you, uh, when he at work, uh, go ahead and call the designer and say, look, I'm going to slide your crisp, crisp, fresh from the bank, fresh, honey. I'll be the designer. Okay. Slide it over here. And tell that designer, look, always agree with me. And when you do, at the end, I'm going to slide you another crisp, 100 for the tip. But please remember, all of my advice comes with a caveat. Try Camille's advice first. Okay, I'm done. That's it. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Give him a shot. Let him help. He just want to help. But I think that, that it is a good idea to do a design board mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes you need to see your ideas to know that they're ugly. Mm -hmm. I've done oh. that many times yeah. in my life. Mm -hmm. I had to see it to say, oh, okay, that really don't go with that. So do a design board. I love that idea. Try to plan with him. Yeah. And then, you know, we see. Slide the money. Lord help us. Crisp. Y'all, letter number three. Crisp. Our last red letter is coming up next. Crisp. Stick around. Hey, Love Village. We want you guys to get ready for to love or leave after dark. Oh, yes, it's coming. So if you have some steamy questions, send them on in. We are more than ready. More info coming soon. Dear Camille and Stella, 
him Ricky. Never claimed our baby. We were together until I was six months pregnant. Then he broke it off, started seeing someone else, and started telling his family and my family the baby was not his. He didn't come to the hospital, and I did not put his name on the birth certificate. One of his closest friends, let's call him Sean, came to the hospital, brought flowers, held my baby, and apologized for the way his friend had been acting. He told me to call him if the baby or I needed anything. Fast forward, Sean has been helping me with my baby for almost a year. Ricky, on the other hand, has moved over an hour away. He has never seen the baby and has not contacted me for a year and a half. Sean asked to take me and my baby out to dinner, and I agreed. We sat outside on the patio overlooking the lake. He told me he loved me and my son. He wants us to be together and carry his last name. He told me he didn't have a ring yet because he wanted me to pick it out and pick out exactly what I want. He gave me a beautiful card with an appointment time to an amazing jeweler. I have grown to love Sean because of the way he treats me and my child. My baby started calling him daddy months ago. When my baby first said it, I told my baby no, and Sean stopped me and told me it would be an honor. When I sat down to talk to my mom about everything, she was super negative. She said I should keep waiting on Ricky, that he might change his mind and come back around. I ended up leaving and telling her we would talk about it later. She also said Sean was a great guy and glad he stepped up to help. I'm so confused. What should I say or do so my mom will understand the bond my son and I have with Sean? Sincerely, one man's trash. Okay, y'all, we definitely have to talk about it. Ooh. Dear one man's trash. Uh-huh. Oh my. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so this this is gonna this is gonna hit personal, right? So this is again just my opinion. It really irks my soul. Okay. This is my confession before the confession. Okay. Session. Okay. It irks my soul uh-huh. for a man to lay down with a woman and uh-huh. have a baby and then act like that ain't his baby. Uh-huh. You yeah. laid there. Mm-hmm. It was you. It could be a possibility. As long as it's a possibility, you cannot. I hate it for people to just deny yeah. and not know for sure. Mm-hmm. Get a paternity, find out. Yeah. It's okay to mm-hmm. know. Just know it's your okay heart to know. Heart. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll help you and her. Yes. Just just find out. And the and the baby. And the baby. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'm already not feeling pretty, Ricky. Okay. She said, let's call him Ricky. Uh-huh. I'm saying pretty Ricky with the call. Me. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'm not feeling pretty Ricky. Let okay. me just go on and put All that right. out there, right? right? So, my my second thing that I feel in my heart of hearts is uh, I love my mama. And mm-hmm. my mama listens to this podcast hey, every week. And she don't listen right, but I finally got her right. But that's another subject for another day. Okay. My mama, as a matter of fact, my mama and my bonus mama listen to this podcast every week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but my mama nor my bonus mom mm-hmm. would ever get into what they call the affairs of the heart oh, oh. my parents all all four of my parents are really really good about this uh-huh. they never uh-huh. get into the relationships of their children uh-huh. unless 
an opinion is asked. Okay. okay. So if they feel a certain kind of way about whoever we date, they just told the mama just told our moms just told our dads. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where that stayed. But your mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is crossing over some lines here. Now, first of all, if your mama sees that Ricky has moved an hour away, uh-huh. Uh-huh. won't have nothing to do with this baby, I don't quite see how your mama don't see right. that pretty Ricky oh, pretty was Ricky. done when he packed it up. Right, yes. When uh-huh. he packed it up, he made a decision. Uh-huh. He didn't want to be in your life right. or that baby's right. life, regardless mm-hmm. of paternity. Mm-hmm. He did what he thought was best for him mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. any regard as to what it would or how it would affect you or this baby. Ooh-wee. So for mama to say, let's wait on him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now mama, we ain't gonna be able to do that. Mm. My wing gonna be we gonna be away from Ricky. I mean, not gonna be able to. Do. Cause I mean, how long am I supposed to wait for Ricky? Oh. In a minute, this baby gonna graduate high school. I still Ooh. be ready for Ricky. Oh. Mm. Can't do it. Can't do it, Mama. Can't do it. Can't. No disrespect to Mama, but not. I just I, I ain't gonna be able to do it. Now, this best friend, uh-huh. <laughs> or I'm sorry, his friend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You called him Sean. Uh huh. I'm calling him Rico Suave because let me tell you what Rico Suave did. Okay. Rico Suave Rico. said, mm-hmm. my friend is garbage. Uh-huh. I recognize, again, a man knows a man. Uh-huh. I recognize my friend is garbage, but it's not right that this lady and this baby have been left out here on their own to kind of figure it out. Right. So it sounds to me like Rico Suave's mama mm-hmm. raised him right because he sees this woman in need. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say a damsel in distress because I don't I don't want to paint you as a person in distress. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but he did see that there's a need. And clearly he was like, okay, well, I can, you know, I can help. That help turned into something else over time. Mm-hmm. Relationships, mm-hmm. when cultivated, nurtured, and lined up properly, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. bloom and blossom into something that you never imagine yes yes, and that's what i feel like is what happened here at first he started out as the friend just trying to help but over time Uh uh his feelings for her grew okay his feelings for that baby definitely grew yes so he decided he made a decision Mm -hmm. you know what yeah i like it here Mm -hmm. okay I'm, i'm gonna stick around for a little longer and before he knew it boom the baby is a year year and a half almost two and here we are and now he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I can really see this thing long term. So my hat's off to Rico Suave, I number mean, one, because did you didn't even have to step into this situation. I mean, he did that. This wasn't even your burden to bear, but that. you took it on. So I applaud him for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Now, this man then went to the jeweler. Mm-hmm. He done made the appointment. I don't know how much more serious about you he could possibly be. I mean, come on. He stepped into a void, made a decision, and now he wants to spend the rest of his days caring for you and that baby, regardless of paternity. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. I I just think it's amazing. There are so many fatherless children in America without a father or a fatherly influence that this really just, it really warmed my heart still, if Mm. I'm going to be honest. And then for her to turn, for him to turn around and propose, eh, I love it. Ring or not. Ring or not. You serious because you made the appointment with the jeweler, which means that you're ready to spend your money. I'm in cash dollars. So I'm all for it. I say you and Rico Suave get married, take little Junior down, and y'all go and build your forever life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then 
then invite the guy from letter number two mm-hmm. HGTV to come uh-huh. in and decorate y'all oh, dream so house. Come on, so we can decorate. See, did you see me loop? Okay, you did you see me loop that thing? But my advice is, my advice is to go with your heart. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. Sean, aka Rico Suave, is the one that's in your heart, go for that. Go for that because the heart wants what the heart wants. Yes, that's yes. my advice, Stella. Um, I think that you gave some fantastic advice. Cha-ching, five fellas. <laughs> You better cha-ching me, girl. Um, one man's trash, I really feel like your mother's projecting. Mm. There is some issue in her past. There is something unresolved, something she hasn't dealt with, and she is trying to put it in your lap. Mm. Please don't let her do this. Mm, that's an interesting perspective there, Stella. I, I mean... Because her mom is speaking out of both sides of her mouth. She says in one instance, wait on Ricky. Mm-hmm. On the other instance, on the other hand, she says, but Sean's a great guy. <laughs> so I believe one man's trash that, that she's putting something on you that's in her own spirit. Well. And so I'm going to have to ask you to block that. Don't accept. I'm going to just throw it blocked. I'm going to blocked you on this one. And and make sure that you have a conversation with your mom so that she doesn't go poking around and trying to stoke some fires and mess some <laughs> things up. She needs to let Ricky stay where he at. Mm-hmm. I agree. And she needs to, to support you and Sean in what you're doing. And then encourage your mom to do the work. She needs to get into some counseling um, so that she can work out whatever's going on in her past that she would give you this awful advice. Because as my dear co-host likes to say, communication rules the nation. And her telling you to waste your life waiting on this man who, who didn't out loud didn't want to claim this baby to both sides of the family. Mm. For your mother to tell you to wait on him is absurd. Absolutely. Absolutely. So advise your mom to go do the work on herself. And all I got to say is make that appointment. Get in there and get it. Show up on time. Get in there and get it. Get that. <laughs> because uh, you say he made uh, that appointment with one of the best jewelers in the town. So you go ahead and get your ring. And yes, I said that with all the country in my heart. Get your ring and get your love and get your life. That's it. That's all I got. My daddy always says time and tide waits for no man Ooh, he said that in growing cool. up and for the longest i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't get it but now at 38 and yes i'm 38 i understand what he means mm-hmm. life is such a vapor that we all take for granted right mm-hmm. so what that statement means is life is gonna keep moving you don't have time to wait for sean I mean, you don't have time to wait for Pretty Ricky. You don't have time for that. Right. Because, right. you know, especially in this COVID season, people are dying every day. Mm-hmm. And it is one of God's greatest gifts, in my opinion, mm-hmm. when you find somebody who loves you at your worst. Yes. And will support you at your worst. When you are down. 
and will carry and walk through your journey with you mm -hmm. until you're over that hump. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of God. Love is one of God's greatest gifts. Mm -hmm. So I, I really, I really, really, really don't understand why mom would say what she said. Right. I don't understand why what mom said even confused you. Right. Because to me, this is as clear as the nose on my face. Okay. Sean in the picture mm -hmm. doing what he got to do. Supporting yep. me and the baby. 100%. Ricky hour and a half away ain't heard from him in Down. over a year Down. girl you in your heart you know what to do listen to your heart mm -hmm. yes yourself yes yourself get you some time alone make that appointment some time alone mm -hmm. search your soul not to figure out if you're gonna wait for ricky or not search your soul and decide if sean is really your soulmate and go for that yes go for mm -hmm. that it, true love does not happen every day. Right. People, there are more hurt and broken relationships mm -hmm. in the world mm -hmm. than people who are happy and in love. So if that's what y'all are, baby, go for it. Yes. Make your baby the ring bearer. Okay. Don't get yourself that ring, as Stella said. Get married. Tell mama, chill out, mama. We'll, we'll go shopping. We'll go get your nails Facts. done or something. Distract mama because mama's tripping. Facts. But she'll come around because clearly she likes Sean. Mm -hmm. Clearly, because she wouldn't have said what she said about him. So clearly mom has a feeling about Sean, too. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and that baby. That's right. And if loving Sean and marrying Sean is it, then go for it. Go. Yes, yourself and marry that man. Quick, fast, and her. Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Love Village, if you have a relationship issue that you would like our advice on, please go to our website at toloverleave.com and click on the red letter tab to submit your letter today. You can also message us on IG or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Y'all know what time it is. Oh, yes, it, is. it is time for confession session. Stella, what's our confession session today? <laughs> today, we are going to talk about a time when someone let the air out of our little happy balloon. At any point in our lives? At any point. And you know what? I think, let's take it young. When we were young. Okay. And Back someone, in the day when I was young, yes. I'm not a kid anymore. No copyright. No copyright. No copyright. We just be shining and be shining. Um, yes, yeah, so a time when we were young, when someone let the uh, air out of our little happy balloon. Oh, man. Okay. Give me what you got. <clears throat> okay. So I come from a singing family on both sides. Both sides uh -huh. of my family uh -huh. sing. Uh, but on my mother's side, uh, my family traveled to sing. We uh -huh. traveled a lot. <clears throat> and we used to sing in Dallas a whole lot. Uh -huh. And we would all be in the car together. My grandpa, my grandma, my mom, my brother, myself, my aunt, my cousin, and we'd be going to Dallas to sing. Well, every time we would go up 30 uh -huh. in Texas, uh, we would pass this place called Fun City. And Fun City Fun was like Fun a uh, discounted version of Six Flags. Okay. This, was, this was clearly not Six Flags. This is off brand. Nothing was high up in the air. Everything was at eye level. But okay. it looked like so much fun to a nine-year-old. Okay, okay. I'm nine. My brother is seven. Huh? My cousin is four. Okay. Right? So every time we would pass by Fun City, my auntie would say, oh, we're going to take you. I'm, I'm going to take you there. I'm going to take you there. And we would get so excited. And he's going to take us to Fun City. All right. And I know she listening, so she know this story. Anyway, I'm going to take you out of Fun City. Until one day, 
We was on our way to Dallas. And we passed by Fun City. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fun City was closed. Oh, like uh, closed for the evening? No, ma'am. Closed like the sign was busted. Oh, no. It was some missing pieces. Oh, some leaves growing on some things. Like closed down. Closed completely down. Oh, now I'm not going to open back up. And when we bring it up, even to this day, uh-uh. my auntie still says, and I'm going to take you there. <laughs> Knowing good and doggone well, this place is closed. I was nine years old, and my auntie let the hot air right out of my balloon. I mean, all that happy balloon just gone. Fun City is unfun at this point because it just does not exist. It's extinct. And this lady is still saying, and I'm going to take you there. This came up in conversation not too long ago. I said, ain't remember that time you told us you were going to take us to Fun City and then it closed? Laughing, she said, and I'm going to take you there. So my advice is if you find something you want to do, go for it. Don't be like my Amy. Don't promise yourself you're going to do something over and over again until your something is no longer a thing. Until there's no more Fun City. Fun city. I mean, she took all the air out of your head. I mean, gone at nine, gone. Because <laughs> at this point, I had never even been to Six Flags. Uh-huh. So this was exciting to yeah. me because I knew we couldn't afford Six Flags. Right. I was smart enough to know that. But Fun City just seemed like it was within reach until it wasn't in reach. It was still unreachable. <laughs> <laughs> even now, it's unreachable. But if you ask her, she's going to say, and I'm going to take you there. <laughs> Y'all pray. Yeah, pray for my Amy. Pray for me. Pray for my Amy. She totally doubts my dreams of Fun City. So live your life. Go get it. Go get it. If it's something that you want or something that you want to do, go get it. Don't wait. Go I mean, don't get wait. it. Don't wait. Don't Otherwise, you're going to be unfun like me. And ain't nobody going to take you there. Go ahead, Stella. Confess your oh. sin. Okay, so um, we would go monthly to see my grandmother. Okay. And the ride was about two hours or so. Okay. Well, my brother and I would be in the back seat and we would entertain ourselves. Mm. And um, we could only remember so many words to the theme song. Oh, Lord. So the few words that that we could remember, we had decided we were going to sing it in a round. Huh? Yeah. So I would start, and I'm gonna sing to one part, and as soon as I get that part, you start. Right. So I would start. Where are you? And as soon as I hit that, he would start. And we were singing our hearts out. I mean. Next stretch. Come on, next stretch. That's when you in it. Well, with your next stretch, you are in that thing. I mean, in it. I'm talking about fingers stretched out. Just singing. Y'all was singing the Scooby hard. Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby. No copyright. Scooby Dooby. So finally, my mother. Mm. In all her glory. Had taken all she could take. <laughs> she turns around and looks at us and says, 
Sing it one more time. <laughs> and I'm going to kill. Scooby Doo. Sing it one more time. And you all are going to be the cause of there being no more Scooby Dooby Doo. So my brother and I oh oh held hands <laughs> and made a decision. And we never ever sang Scooby Dooby Doo around ever again. Man, what are you in jail for? I killed Scooby Doo. Wait, what? I, I took him out. And and she 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 let us go on for about 20 minutes. Oh my god. And she had, you know, she thought it was gonna get old to us, and oh it just got better god. with time. Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Doo, where are you? Scooby Dooby, where are you? Scooby Dooby, where are you? And then she's like, This is it. I'm done. You two have an option. Oh if you gosh. keep singing it, you'll never see Scooby oh again. And so my brother, we grabbed hands. It was dramatic. Oh it was like she had put a ransom on Scooby oh Doo. And we grabbed hands and mm -hmm. we looked at each other and we shook shook our head no more. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna sing Scooby. So my 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 balloon of happiness. She didn't just let the air out. She popped oh it. She popped. Oh my God. And so we thought we had to stop singing Ooh. so that we could save Scooby-Doo's life. Lord Jesus. And us. so, yeah. Your mama is a treasure in earthen vessel. I have told you that a million times. I love your mom. That's it. <laughs> and we never sang the theme song for Scooby-Doo ever again. You kept your mama out of jail and Scooby alive. I mean. Y'all did a wondrous thing that had, day. We had no choice. <laughs> because... All of the other children of the world needed Scooby. They needed to know Scooby. And we could not be the cause of his death. Because all I'm saying is if this woman knows the tooth fairy, if she knows Santa Claus, why wouldn't she, she know Scooby Doo? She know the Easter Bunny. So, I mean. We can't take Scooby out of everybody else's life. Oh my God. So we were in the backseat whispering. Oh my God. Don't sing it. Don't sing it. Oh my God. And so, yeah. It's yeah. the level of love that I have in my heart for your mom. Oh, I thought you was about to say me. Okay. Thanks a lot. No, it's your mom that oh I love. Because so, only your mama would do a murder for hire. You know, on, on Scooby-Doo. On that day, we, we saved Scooby-Doo's <laughs> Somebody uh, need to say thank you. You know what I mean? I mean, you should have seen us. I mean, my brother and I, we were holding hands and whispering. Y'all went that back. Because we knew we could not sing that theme song. I, and this might be the oh first time God, I have hilarious. sung uh, that theme song. Since that day. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Well, I didn't even think I've sung it since that day. Well, I want to say, I just want, on, on behalf of all the children who had no idea that your mama was capable of murdering Scooby-Doo. I mean, she. I want to say thank you right. as a Scooby-Doo fan. Yeah, you understand yeah, me? Yeah. I want to say thank you that yeah. you kept Scooby alive. Yeah. Well, we stopped singing the song and, uh, yeah, to, this was the first time I've ever uh, uttered those words again. <laughs> That's serious piece. We are definitely singing that song on our way out today. <laughs> You have been liberated I mean, on the To Love Elite podcast, man. You have regained your Scooby-Doo freedom, and I am proud of you. You know, I'm <laughs> But 
I had to do it for the culture. I'm just <laughs> we just want to say thank you. Y'all, don't let nobody <laughs> pop your balloon. Let the air out of your hot air balloon. You do what is best for you when it is best for you. Don't wait for nobody. Don't let nobody kill Scooby-Doo. Y'all hang in there now. Next that, it'll be Tweety Bird. I just, I can't. I, keep I that can't. happy balloon happy. <laughs> Y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Love Village. Are you following us on all, and I do mean all, social media platforms? All of them. We need your support on each platform. Please. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok. Pinterest. And it don't stop. And the ticketed top where it don't stop. (laughs) So come on, Love Village. Make sure that you are hitting that button on every social media platform. We're looking for you. Thank you guys for sticking yes, around with us. You. What a fantastic show today. Yes, Mind you, you. flipped. I mean, my flipped. Great letters. Thank you to everybody who submitted their red letters. Yes, we greatly thank appreciate you so much. We really, really, really appreciate everybody who writes in and just lets us into just a little space in your life to mm-hmm. give you know our advice. We mm-hmm. greatly appreciate that. Y'all, if you have not gone to the website please do that please go check out the t-shirts please yes. grab you one you can do your red letter there you can listen to some of the older shows there yes. go to the website it's a lot of fun make sure you just go log on and don't forget to invite somebody to listen to this podcast yes. with you send them the link uh th- follow me on instagram follow us on uh the, where are we at oh no oh no follow us on our love and this this week i want you to remember that you can do anything you put your mind to, mm-hmm. even if it's saving Scooby Doo. Don't forget that That's because right. Scooby Dooby Doo. Uh-uh. Where are you? No, ma'am. Nope. Mm-mm. She's still scared, y'all. Y'all join us next week for next week's episode. Yeah. Up, to, up to love or leave the podcast. We're out. Peace out. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the information, statements, comments, views, recommendations, and opinions expressed on this podcast are the sole opinion of Keneal and Stella. Any reliance upon the information provided on this podcast is done at your own risk. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any and all comments, suggestions, and corrections of error. Our podcasts are directly to persons 18 years of age and older. We do not knowingly collect personally identifiable information from children under 13 years of age. If you are younger than 13, please do not submit any information to this podcast. Keneal and Stella expressly disclaims any and all liability of responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast for the information presented in this podcast.